You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery, podcast number 116. Hey, Thomas Miller back with you again, and we're going to talk to a special guest today, really on two fronts. We're going to talk about how he uses his mind in his life and business, and also a little bit of a shift, because we're going to talk about how to elevate your platform. I would imagine that some of you would love to take advantage of some of these amazing tools and elevate your own message into the world. Well, our guest today is going to help us do that. I'll introduce him in a second. Wanted to just bring you a quick update on the coaching program. Launched about a month ago now, and oh my goodness, is it ever having an impact, helping so many people in their lives. And now, after several weeks of working through this, we're starting to see the turnarounds, and people are really focusing on living intuitively. And that's the focus of the coaching program that we started. It really has tilted that way, and that is living from that intuitive self, learning to stop the monkey mind, stop the arguing with the conscious self, and to just let intuition drive. It's harder than you think, and I've really been surprised by the struggle and even the lack of knowledge, shall we say, of even how to do this. But boy, by being exposed to it week after week, the participants in the program are really making some amazing strides. So if you would like to take advantage of this, just real quickly, go to subconsciousmindmastery.com, upper left, coaching tab. We'll tell you everything you need. Some really low introductory prices to take advantage of. So come on, jump on board. You and I will get to work together one-on-one, -on -one, get to establish our own relationship outside the podcast, and it will change your life. I guarantee you it will amp you up a big notch. Now, I want you to meet Cornelius Simon. Speaking of intuition, meet my friend Cornelius because he approached me about doing a podcast, and I think I've told you that mostly I don't take those. This one, it said, hmm, take a look at this. Cornelius lives in San Diego, and he and I connected on so many levels as would have been expected. But I wanted to hear his take on how he has used his mind to transition from a secular business to now a full-time business speaking. He designed his own website, which is a very good speaker site, by the way. It's CorneliusSimon.com if you'd like to take a look at that. So that's his background, and he did a very good job with it. But I also wanted to pull out some of the information of how he created this platform, how he transitioned from secular job, literally working on computers all day, to the stage. Because I thought that some of you might be interested in that story. So let's together meet my new friend, Cornelius Simon. Cornelius, it is great to have you on Subconscious Mind Mastery. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Thomas. Thank you. Good to be here. Well, it sounds like we had a mutual intuition, and I love when these happen. My listeners know that uh, Fred Dodson and I, I got started doing audiobooks through intuition, but it sounds like you had a little prompt to reach out to podcasts, and I had a little prompt when you did to say, yeah, this guy has a message that we need to listen to. Yes. Also, you know, for for majority of my adult life, I've always been logical. As a uh, IT professional, computer program, we're taught to think things logically through. But I would say, just over the past year, year and a half, I've just become more comfortable just using my intuition, following that intuition, and just seeing where it leads me. And it led me to you, and so it's been working out well for me. Oh man, I love that. I, I tell you, if I had a message on this podcast now that we've kind of shifted into, is to be 
driven from within more than from without. Don't let the external guide you. Let that still small voice guide you. And yeah, it, it brought you here for sure. That's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. I Absolutely. love that. Well, listen, just so we get to know you, you're a public speaker. Tell us a little bit about your background. Obviously, you just mentioned software programming. So how did you get from that to the big public stage? Yeah, that's an interesting story because when many people meet me, especially as I'm out networking, it's like, you know, most engineers, they're introverted to themselves. Like, how did you end up, you know, being a motivational speaker coach from a computer programming and that that transition or that intermediate stage for me was uh, I was a minister for eight years uh, so through my career I you know uh, left high school two weeks out of high school joined the Navy spent four years in the Navy out of the Navy went to a technical college spent 20 years as an IT professional in the last say the last 10 years of that of my career I uh, you know just gained an interest in studying the Bible and teaching and helping helping people understand how to live a more you know uh, uh, practical and uh, you know beneficial life. So that transition for me from uh, introvert I, uh, IT engineer into public motivational speaker came through being a minister for eight years. So, of course, uh, you know, that helped me get out, do more public speaking, preparing messages, preparing uh, talks and seminars. So that transition, that was my transition there. And that's kind of at a high level. What my background is uh, I had a chance just to be exposed to a lot in corporate America, uh, traveling the, the world through the military as a full active duty, as well as reservists. And again, speaking from the pulpit for eight years and coaching and counseling with people it was a good transition for me to get in to public speaking and one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching. Well, that's very interesting. And by the way, we were talking about this before we started recording. If you guys want to see a really good speaker <laughs> website, <laughs> go to CorneliusSimon.com. Very simple. You were able to get your name. I can't get my name because some big insurance company in England, I think, owns ThomasMiller.com. So I'll never have wow. that. But <laughs> you were you were uh, very fortunate to get CorneliusSimon.com. So go check it out. It's a very well done site. And I, you did it. Yes, I did. Again, as, as we uh, mentioned earlier, my background is IT. Uh, so I'm I'm, I'm a, a triple threat, multi, multiple threat, how you want to call it, because, you know, I do uh, – I, I know – Back end development. I know design. I know uh, uh, you know how to do book covers. I just do a, a lot of game. I've always been one who wanted to learn, 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 learn through my adult life, and so it's just giving me that. It, it's it's a double edged source. It's beneficial, and it's also it also hurts me because I want to just do everything myself when I should be doing other more important things. But yeah, I designed it myself. Uh, just kind of got a, a view of what I want to see, and just put the work into it. And you know, here we go. Well, that's a it's a great template. All right, let's shift over and talk about what you talk about, which is the subject of this podcast, the mind. You told me that basically as a speaker and as a coach and probably I would say even as a minister, that you are focused on the power of the mind and how it can be used to change somebody's reality, to heal the body, uh, to even alter reality for somebody else. Tell me about what you talk about related to that. Absolutely. So for just a little bit of background for me, my story, uh, you know, prior to learning more about the mind, again, as I said earlier, I was always, uh, rational, logical. If I couldn't, uh, 
analyze it to a point where I can have some success with it, I was not going to do it. I was kind of stuck in that analysis paralysis. So as I started, uh, you know, asking a question maybe about three years ago, two and a half years ago, you know, why aren't I successful? I've, you know, I'm knowledgeable. I've done a lot of things. I have, you know, a good IT successful career, but certain other areas of my life, I just was not uh, succeeding in. It's okay. What's going on? So I, re- <clears throat> I remember watching this show called Limitless. It was a movie first and then it turned into a series. And if you remember the show, Thomas, the guy would take um, uh, a pill and this pill would give him clairvoyance. It would just allow him to see things, be able to read things and and uh, uh, be able to regurgitate that and use it to his advantage sometime in a negative way, but still to his advantage. So I started thinking like, okay, there has to be some truth to this to this show, to this movie, why they're writing stuff in this nature here. So I went down this path of studying the mind. And wow, when I began to read uh, a book like The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy, when I began, Murphy, when I began reading that book, everything just changed for me. It opened up and I began to see things that just was not taught in, in the, you know, in the church. So I started going down that path of learning how to use the mind and how the mind can heal the body and how the mind can create your own reality if you know how to use it, as well as alter the reality or uh, influence the realities of others. Uh, so now as a motivational speaker, I am focused on inspiring others to live life without limits. And I know the key to doing that is be able to use, understand and use your mind to create your reality. So how do you teach people to change their mind when they're fixed on a certain type of programming? Yeah. Well, the first thing I try to get, you know, I use a lot of stories and whatnot to kind of share them my testimony where where I've been and how I come from, you know, uh, being a, a engineer to pastor to now motivational speaker. But what I try to get people to really get to the point first and foremost is there must be a desire there. What do you desire? If you don't desire a change in your life, if you don't desire anything different in your life, I can teach you techniques and principles, affirmations, imagery. Uh, uh, mind, mind, self-talk, positive self-talk. But if you first don't want to change, have a change in your life, or go through some transformation, all the information I'm going to share for you is going to be just information. It won't, it won't help you. So the first thing I, I try to encourage someone, okay, what it is that you want to achieve in your life? What goal? What desire? Do you want a new career? Do you want to go travel the world? Do you want to take on a cruise? However, whatever it is, what is that desire that you so desperately have and it has to be a strong desire and from there I can start now working with different techniques to help the mind basically explaining to them that the mind has the power to um change your outcome and I, I typically give an example of you know where you are in your life right now if you're thinking of lack uh not having enough or you're thinking oh i hate this job or oh, it's monday well this, the, the very thought that you're creating and you're carrying is going to create your reality for you and once i'm able to just show them yes yes you woke up this morning saying oh it's going to be a bad day and now you're having a bad day or not so good day well it is your mind or it is your thoughts that you have programmed in your mind to carry out those instructions so once i'm able to explain in a simplistic manner okay this is what's happening and this is how are you creating this bad day for you or this this uh, feeling of lack in your life or can't get a new career, then I now take that and flip it into positive. Now, what if you take the same principles of thinking and speaking and talking more positively, then you can charge change reality. So I start by trying to get people to say, okay, what is it that you want? 
and then show them how your mind is creating your reality. Now take what you want, take the mind principles, and now let's practice this and use this on a routine basis, a daily basis to create the life that you want to have. You know, one of the things that uh, that keeps coming up over and over in, in my life, I'm still catching myself with this stuff, are those slippery little thoughts, those slippery little negative thoughts, or those old patterns that creep up even though you've set your intention, like you just beautifully said, and you've shifted your focus over here, this is what I want or this is where I want to go. But then as you look at that external reality in front of you, it just seems like you get caught in those old habits and those old thought patterns. What do you tell people about that? Absolutely. And it happens to all of us. Matter of fact, even just this morning, I remember uh, the last couple of days I've been, you know, writing some uh, software in the back end here. But even the last few days, I, I told myself last night, you know what? I, I lost my routine. I had a routine of waking up, meditating at night, wake up in the morning, listen to morning meditation, listen to at least an hour's worth of, of motivational videos on YouTube. So when you stop those routines, then it, it, let me back up. If you have not truly reprogrammed your mind, mind to always think positive and not look at your external uh, circumstances or situations which you don't have, then naturally the mind's going to fall back into what is familiar with. So you have to go through this 30-day exercise, maybe sometime even longer, of reprogramming, reprogramming your mind to uh to look for and carry out instructions towards the things that you want to have. So when you're struggling with these, uh, uh, as you and I, as you just mentioned, I've been through the last three days, we have to remember to go back to feeding our minds with the, our subconscious mind with these positive things, things that we want to have mental imagery. So, you know, I have a, um, one of my goals is to, you know, to have a recurring revenue of $50,000 a month. So I have a check that I created uh, and I ha it has $50,000 on there. So I, I routinely look at this check to make sure that my subconscious mind is programmed with this is what I want to see. And when you can program your mind with what you want to have happen in your life, over and over again, it becomes now a pattern in your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind is going to carry out those instructions through different means. For example, me contacting you uh, to, uh, to uh, be a guest on your podcast. So the, the short of it is when you start feeling that you're pulling away and you that the things that are be more uh, negative are, are the opposite of what you want to have happen, well, you got to go back and go back towards what you know that you need to do and that is start listening to more positive things videos uh, whatever it takes for you to be more uh, positive about your your goals that way you can um, you can do that I heard a I forgot, I forgot who the author was uh, maybe it was Dr. Wayne Dyer but basically what he's saying was when you have these negative thoughts it is just a sign to point you back to your what your goal is and what you need to be focusing on. So that's kind of my thing now. When I see these negative thoughts come in, I don't take them like, oh man, I can't have this. No, it's a sign to me that I'm not focusing more on what I want to have, but I'm focusing on what I don't have. That's awesome. You know, there are a couple of things, several things. I took a couple of notes as you were talking there that I wanted to pick out. I haven't told this to anybody yet, and I, I, guess, I'll, I guess I'll let it, the cat out of the bag here. You were talking about a certain income goal per month. 
you know, I live in Aspen. You live in San Diego. You and I live in probably two of the most expensive places in the whole world yes, <laughs> to, that's, that's to live in. <laughs> and, uh, and the universe just provided me this amazing place in Aspen where I'm right across from this hiking trail. And also, Cornelius, you're not going to believe this. I moved here from Dallas, Texas, and I was living in downtown Dallas. And my cost here in Aspen my monthly cost of living is about a third of what it was in Dallas. That's <laughs> that's the universe providing for you. But I did what you're talking about, kind of the Jim Carrey type thing of walked around one evening and I thought, you know, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to create it. And I looked at the various real estate shops and I finally found a house that called out to me. And I came back home and I wrote a check that evening for that house. So on March 16th, 2017, I wrote a check for a house at such and such a address, uh, made the check out to Sotheby's International Realty because I didn't know what the title, you know, what the uh, people would be. So I just made it out to the as best I could, Sotheby's International Realty. I mean, that sounds pretty good, right? That you're going to write Sotheby's a check. Sounds real. For, for $14,500,000. And I signed it. Nice size house there. And I've got it right. Well, in Aspen, it's not so much. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, I signed it and I have it sitting in the picture right in front of the desk where I work. So I'm looking at that check all the time. And that it's but it's like you say, I look at that check and I go, you know what? One of these days I'm going to write a fourteen million five hundred thousand dollar check and buy me a house up here in Aspen somewhere. Yeah. See, and that's that's the beautiful thing about the the subconscious mind and what I so am passionate and excited and just thrilled about sharing with people is that if we can understand how the subconscious mind work, that if we keep that that picture, that image in in front of us and really believe and get into the feeling that we're going to be able to write that $14 million check, you know, it becomes more real to us. And that's when the, the whole process starts. The process doesn't start per se when you actually write the real check. It starts when you begin to believe it in your heart and see it in your mind's eye that, hey, this is going to happen. And that's the wonderful thing about the subconscious mind, because now if you keep that in front of you, the subconscious mind has this way of bringing things into your into your uh, 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 your spear where it's leading you and moving you towards step by step towards that ability to do that as long as you are in tune with it or attuned with it and you're not you know uh feeding yourself the negative stuff, but just keeping positive about that, uh, your ability to write that 14 minute. I believe one day you will do it. It's, it's, if you do the part, do your part, the universe is going to give it to you. It's inevitable to me. It's inevitable. You know, one of the techniques that I love is journaling or just writing, or you could say scripting. I think this, this has helped me more than anything. And I know you coach and I've started a coaching program so people can reach out to get help. But one of the things that you can do just kind of a self-exercise is to write out your thoughts about a particular topic and then go back and analyze what you've written to see if there's anything negative or if you're putting anything out to the universe that is like, remember, what you put out, you're going to get back. So if you are you putting anything out about the way you're thinking about whatever topic it is? that is going to ricochet or boomerang back something from the universe that is not exactly what you want. Absolutely. And those certain words like uh, can't or but uh, I don't know how 
you know, as you're writing out your thoughts, if you're seeing words like that, then you are uh, putting, like you said, putting out to the universe that there is this chance, this chance, not necessarily a remote chance, but this chance that you won't have it. So uh, the way our, the words we use is very, very careful. I was listening to uh, an audio by, uh, from Neil Donald Walsh this morning. He was talking about how the universe always answers. Yes. Yes. is to everything. He actually using God, um, you know, God's answer to all, everything we, we, uh, all the questions we have is yes. And he says, we are able to bring about our uh, what it is that we desire through uh, three key points, our thoughts, our words, and our action. So if we can keep, if we have a goal ahead of us, and if we can just keep our thoughts, our words, and our actions attuned to that goal and moving towards that goal, eventually it's going to happen. So when you start using words like uh, lack or I want to have, as Neil Donald Walsh says, you're operating from a position of lack so he says your sponsoring thought is one of lack so now you have not, you have to overcome that sponsoring thought of lack in order to get to what you want so we have to be careful of the words we use because the words we use are uh, uh, setting up for us what we can and cannot have so it's we have to be careful of you know using these uh, uh determinist term, deterministic words like i can't have or i don't have enough uh, so yes journaling is a good piece and it helps get your thoughts out and you can go back and read it of course if if you're using those words externally it's because they're coming from internally and that's of course where the, the heart of the programming has to take place is inside so that you don't even use those words anymore Yes, it starts in the mind. All right. I wanted to ask you one other thing about what you do, and I'm supposing that a lot of people who are listening to this would like to have a bigger voice than they do. And you've gone from humped over a computer all day <laughs> <Humped over>. to, <laughs> right, to working through the church, which is a great place to start. And I'm really excited that you've uh, delved into this area of the mind as well, because like you said, I want to ask you about that before we go before we go to the speaking part. Let's let's just hit that bump real quick. So. What do you think, and I didn't prep you for this, so I apologize, but just uh, as best you can dissect, what do you suppose the church missed in its message versus the message that you're talking about now? Yes, I, that's, I had the same question when I started learning, like, what happened? I think we, the, when I say the church, I'm speaking more from a Christian standpoint. That's my background as a Christian pastor. So, you know, you're, you're a charismatic churches. Um, I think what we, what is missed is we're not being taught the mind. And that's where, you know, there's there's a, a scripture verse uh, which says, you know, renew your mind, renew your mind. I think it's in Romans, uh, Romans 12, uh, renew your mind, not be transformed, be conformed to the world. So you look at that verse, okay, but yeah, but what is this renew? What is this renew? And we don't go into the, what is the mind and how the mind functions. So I think that's where it's being missed. And I will go as far as to say that the uh, the big heads of church, I think they understand what it is. They know that they're just not teaching the layman, the people in the pew, what it is, how the mind. You don't, you're not taught affirmations. You're not taught mental imagery. You're not taught uh, visualization. Those type of things are not taught in you know, the typical church from the typical Sunday morning or even Wednesday night type of Bible study. But I'm, I, I believe that the, 
the big name ministers and pastors out there, I think they know these techniques and they use these techniques to 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 uh, benefit themselves, but not teach the other. And I don't want to kind of get into this whole uh, thing that answer there. But to ask the answer your question more succinctly, uh, I think the church is missing is missing it because they're not teaching the people the mind, the psychology of the mind, not just renew your mind, but how do you renew your mind? Well, there's a big opportunity out there for those of us who have been in that environment and now have this environment, and maybe there's room for lots of folks to influence that in a positive way. Absolutely. And that's why I keep telling me, like, why you don't go back? So, well, it's not that I want to. It's that the, the church has, uh, while there's this so much stigma and uh, the uh, you're going to be, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, talked talk against or talked about because you're doing something different. So for me personally, that's probably why I have not reached back into the, to the church because I know the ridicule is going to come from me saying, Hey, yeah, this is good, but you're missing this aspect of it. And you know, you're not being taught this. Um, so, but yeah, I think there's a, there's a, a use a, you know, a business term. There's a market for, uh, teaching how to renew the mind to, uh, Christians, believers that can really impact and change their life for the better. A lot of people are seeking those answers now. I I, I agree. Uh, and and I'll, as often as I may have a conversation with someone who is still entrenched in church tradition, they're like, the light bulb just come on. As it did for me, uh, it's like, wow, I never knew this. And yeah, I know that's kind of the problem. We don't know this. It's not till you go digging out on your own that you begin to find that there's something missing. I'll say that this way, uh, something missing from what's taught in the, uh, the typical Christian uh, circles or from the Bible. Just It's just not go, doesn't go deep enough into the mind. Now, that's the other part I wanted to ask you about. So mm-hmm. I get the emails from listeners who say they want a bigger platform. They they are feeding their family with a job that they don't necessarily love, or they just have this internal passion to speak on a, well, A, to speak out, and then B, to speak on a bigger platform. And I know today we have so many opportunities that we didn't have even 10 years ago with podcasts and webinars. And there are just so many platforms, social media and everything that give us a voice. But you've taken it to another level and you're speaking professionally. How did you go from the cubicle to the stage? I would would say the sympathy is just to do it. I mean, I can give you, and we'll probably talk more about the techniques or, or the tips and the strategy to do that. But, uh, you know, hindsight, Thomas, just do it. You know, you have, whether you're doing your Facebook uh, live videos or you're doing YouTube videos, you're doing your webinars or whatever the other means you're doing, that's great and it's helpful. It gets you going, but you really want to get out there and speak on the platform just do it. And a simple start could be just contacting Rotary Clubs. That's what I've been doing here in San Diego. I just recently moved from um, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia area to San Diego. We, my family and I moved out here last uh, Labor Day. So just like you coming from the, from the, you know, Dallas, Texas, you know, the South, some with the South, uh, you know, I moved from there to here. Uh, and one of the things I started doing was just reaching out to Rotary Clubs because when you're beginning, you know, you're not going to get on the big stages. So you have to start somewhere. And a good place to start is places like Rotary, Kiwanis, a service type organization that will give you that platform to go out and speak and share your message. Uh, So that's a good way. So when I say just do it, 
start by contacting, you know, some organization that's going to allow you to come in and, and, and speak for, you know, speak for at a no fee charge, but also more importantly, give you that platform and, and just be passionate about what you're doing. Getting out of the cubicle was hard for me. I spent, you know, you know, several years passionate about speaking, but was always comfortable basically comfortable with the check not comfortable being in the cubicle but just comfortable with the check that the cubicle was giving me but i like this quote uh by neil donald walsh he says life begins at the end of your comfort zone life begins at the end of your comfort zone so when you want you want to experience your passion you want to really be able to speak more and just share what's on your heart well a big part of that is getting moving out of your comfort zone. When you move out of your comfort zone, though it may be scary and filled with uncertainty, you start seeing that, wow, life is good outside here. So life begins at the end of your comfort zone. So I would say anyone, just do it and be be willing to get out of your comfort zone and you'll start seeing and experiencing, wow, this can really happen for you. And again, to go back to what we talked about the first segment of the of the show, start, you know, programming your mind to see yourself speaking. I do a lot that I see myself speaking on big stages. One of my goals is to be on a TED talk. I want to be able to do a TED talk here. So I see myself speaking uh, with the big TED on the, you know, in the background. So when you start using these, um, mind techniques, affirmations. I am a brilliant speaker. I am a sought all sought after speaker. You see yourself speaking and you use positive thought to get you to, to do what you want to do. Then you begin to start seeing it happen more for you. But I think the short answer is just do it and be ready to get out of your comfort zone. Man, that is some awesome advice from a guy who is doing it. <laughs> you, you and I have similar, very parallel paths in many ways, my friend. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us. It's been, it's been, it's been awesome. I'm, I'm reading through your bio here and it's like, yeah, when I read it the other day and I'm reading it again now, it's like, yeah, we're so similar. We started in the late 40s. We started getting this new quest in the late 40s and no matter what age you are, if you're 55, 35, 43, you can start now. If you still have breath in your body and you still have ambitions, you can reach where you want to go. And it starts by getting your mind right and just programming your subconscious mind, or I like to say reprogramming or repatterning your mind towards the goals that you want to achieve in your life. Awesome. Thank you again, Cornelius. Really appreciate you sharing the time. Thank you for having me, Thomas. It's been awesome and I look forward to hopefully doing this again with you more. I hope this has been helpful to your audience. That was indeed helpful, my friend, and thank you for your energy, thank you for your openness, thank you for the shift, not only in several things in your life, but also in your vocation. Now, I wanted to just quickly tell you, we're going to be doing the next podcast on the new moon, which will be July 23rd, 2017. This will be kind of the third part in this trilogy that we've been doing of 113, 115, and now it'll be 117. But as you know, if you listened to the last podcast, that I created this releasing list under the full moon. What I didn't create <laughs> was being tested on all of it. <laughs> I got to tell you, the universe, this has been a rough week. It's been a testing week on every one of those issues that I wrote down. So we're going to definitely incorporate that into the next podcast, testing when you resolve to release under a full moon. 
you better be aware. The universe is going to say, really, how badly do you want to release that? So we'll talk about that and more on the next podcast as we wrap up the trilogy on the moon. So until then, if you are releasing, you're, you might be tested. And if you are, I hope you're still enjoying the journey. Thanks for listening. I'm Thomas Miller. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.